Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, it is that time of day that we thank Fred Hastings for getting up after calling a massive, massive program last night. Good, eve- good morning. How are you? I was about to say good evening. Of course, I have Don't do that to me. <laughs> to me, good day, Grant. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's 10.30. I've been up for hours. I bet um, you have. I get I get up bright and early, but uh, no, look, it, it was an early finish at Menangle anyway. Uh, they they do start early in the winter. They um, finish early in the winter, and uh, uh, at times, given that it can get quite chilly down there, uh, it's not a bad thing. Um, there was plenty of hot action on the track up at Redcliffe. Uh, I guess Redcliffe, uh, the, the focus, the signature of eyes at the moment, heads to uh, the Queensland Carnival, and uh, Redcliffe played their part last night. And gee, there were some good performances by New South Wales horses. The Oaks Consolation, Davey Druitt took Better's Moon up there and uh, won the Consolation, so well done to Dave uh, with uh, Better's Moon. The Gold Cup, it was a Jason Grimson Quinella. He uh, Quinella the race with Loyalist and Better Zippet. Loyalist driven by Seton Grimer, big moment for young Seton. A uh, group two and uh, Better Zippet uh, ran second, Jack Trainer. Um, so big moment for the Grimson uh, camp there. And the Derby, gee, I tell you what, you want to look at a good drive, check out the Redcliffe Derby uh, uh, win of uh, rock and Roll Hammer, trained by Belinda McCarthy, driven by Luke. Of course, Luke uh, spending plenty of time uh, north uh, in Queensland over there, Carnival, with a with a pretty uh, handy team, and he had success last night at Redcliffe. So uh, that was the way the, uh, the marbles fell for the New South Wales horses at Redcliffe last night. Uh, on the local front, we, we had very good card of racing. The first race I wanted to mention was the... Uh, the Trotters final. It was won by a horse called Maximus Meridius. Now, this is a really handy trotter. He's won his last three. He started his career, uh, I, I guess, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, ordinarily by the standards that were set and the expectations of the horse. Uh, I know Dean and Kerry McDowell had a pretty fair rap on the horse, and when he went to the races, he, he just uh, he just made mistakes and just didn't uh, didn't trot all the way. Still in one race. Gave away a stack of start and still ran third. Um, but he came out and won the trot final last night, race seven. He was very good. Um, he beat Valtino and Sister Katie. It's kind of like the light bulb has switched on for Maximus Meridius and he knows what it's all about now and he's just trotting perfectly, uh, this two-year-old, and uh, he's putting a nice little record together. Uh, other winners, the other trot race, the best bourbon. Grant Forrest has done a super job with the best bourbon. He has it flying at the moment, and it's won yet another race, and uh, just racing in peak form. In the early races, they were uh, taken out by Chap Daddy, Brad Hewitt for Bernie Hewitt. Gordon's Bay, a horse, Grant, we've talked a lot about on this show. Of course, he won the TAP State Regional Final as well as the Metro Final, and Gordon's Bay uh, made it uh, four straight last night. Got an inside run to beat Port au Prince, uh, Delightful Angel, and Heaven on High. Uh, uh, Steve ran a good race, heaven on high. He, he boxed away after being caught without cover. Um, if he got any cover in the race, who knows, it might have been a bit different, but he had to lead up the outside brigade. They went 27 early in a, a 55 9 half. And uh, I can tell you, uh, as an ownership group, we were proud of uh, heaven on high. He just missed getting that uh, third spot when Delightful Angel nosed him out. But they were probably embedding the, the top four in uh, market and Gordon's Bay. I, I think he'll win a better race than he won last night. He's just got uh, real class stamped over him. He's got gate speed and he's got speed at the back end. Good to see Terry Rama win for uh, the Hutchings. 
Um, this is a horse who won the inaugural Western final of the Tab Regional going back to 2020 and he came to town and swept home to win and Heavenly Holly for Mick Formosa did a good job to score in race number four. Race five was a race where I guess of much interest was whether Cash and Flow could bounce back to his uh, you know, halcyon days. I guess it was three years ago now during winter, during COVID, that Cash and Flow put together an incredible streak of 12 wins. He came into the race with 26 Menangle wins last night. He was hoping to make it one more so he could join Tough Monarch at the top of the tree as far as the most winningest horse. And here's how I saw the action. It's Cash and Flow leading Little Bliss and Double Encounter with Phase of Glory up on the outer. It punches the breeze around Major Obama. Good run star Major 1-1 but still about 20 metres off the leader and then came Cassius Deck. Canina Provlima gets a three wide card home as Star Major takes off but Johnny McCarthy says come on Cash let's go and Cash and Flow has quickly put up 10 metres on Double Encounter. Little Bliss right off the track. Star Major runs on. Can Cash and Flow keep going. He's looking for his own little bit of history here. He could become the equal most winningest horse at this venue. McCarthy has a look around. Star Major runs home very strongly. So does Canina Provlima. But Cash and Flow, he's in front with 50 metres to go. He's got too big a break and Cash and Flow wins his 27th race here. Goes home to beat Star Major. Cassius Deck through on the inside. Yeah, big moment. Uh, this horse, he's just been a, a real good horse for the, uh, for the camp over so many seasons. As I said, you turn the clock back during the winter of 2020 and he managed to put together 12 consecutive wins and he's just been a great money spinner for connections and a well-deserved win. And I thought John McCarthy did a good job there. We're going to talk to John in a moment, but I want to get to where the sixth race, which was the fast-class race, and we saw Spirit of St. Louis take on a pretty handy horse in South Coast Arden. They were to go 1-2 towards the home corner, but Spirit of St. Louis was able to grip on from a fast-finishing typo in the Golden Mile. They're down the back with 900 metres left to go in the Golden Mile, and it's Spirit of St. Louis, the leader. It leads the way by about four metres, make it three on South Coast Arden. Artillery covered up has had a good run to date. They were followed just in behind those, then by Alta Orlando. Surfers delight. Further back on the outside as they work off the back, Sicario Mahomes typo, and Azeha's last of all. The second split was 29-4. 56 one the half as they work off the back past the cages. Spirit of St. Louis, the leader. In second spot, South Coast Arden being felt for Artillery's travelling strongly. They were followed by Surfers Delight. Outer Orlando's under a drive and the rest are headed by Mahomes. They run the corner. 350 metres left to go. 27-6 the split. First into the straighter Spirit of St. Louis. Artillery goes back to the inside. They were followed further back on the outside by South Coast Arden trying to stay on. The leader is still Spirit of St. Louis. Here's one finishing brilliantly typo right down the outside. The leader is Spirit of St. Louis. He's gripping on Izzy. Spirit of St. Louis gets in, beats the fast-finishing typo. A big run. Mahomes scooted home on the inside and got third. And yeah, big run, uh, the runner-up. But uh, Spirit of St. Louis doing what he uh, he does best. He, uh, he found the top and he was able to uh, hold off typos. Ron, I'll tell you what, Brad Hewitt's going to have a lot of fun with uh, his horse, Typo. It was Stone Motherless on the corner and he's come home in some pretty handy fractions. Uh, he'll be uh, winning plenty Typo, but... Uh, uh, Spirit of St. Louis winning the Golden Mile and it's a race that has been won by the who's who of uh, harness racing when you look at horses like Thor Rate, Lenny the Shark, Tiger Tara, 
way back to the inaugural running of uh, Popular Arm winning the first two and then Gamalite winning in 83. It's been a, a good horses race. Westburn Grant's another Caramia duplicity. The list goes on and on. But uh, Spirit of St. Louis has added his name to the list and a big night for John McCarthy uh, picking up not only, uh, uh, well, a, a Saturday Metro win, but got a Saturday double. G'day, John. Hey, Freddie. How you going? Good. Congratulations. Both horses went super for you. And uh, I'll start with Cash and Flow. He, he's just been an evergreen around uh, around the, the Menangle track for so long. And to get that little piece of history and with Tough Monarch retired now, John, I guess if Cash and Flow can produce more wins, he'll stand alone as the most winningest at that track. Yeah, that's right, Freddie. He's... Um he seems to go good through the winter months, and um, you know he's he's getting older. But and it was a dropping grade for him last night, so yeah. he'll have to he'll be back up with the you know the free fallers. But um, that'll make it a bit tougher for him. But it'd be really um, special if he could win one more, and you know be the most winning horse there. It'd be terrific. And I was going to mention, and you, you just sort of touched on it. He, he won that incredible streak of twelve during the winter of twenty twenty, and. He seems to be a horse that thrives in the cooler months. I know as I get older, it's harder to get around in the in the uh, cold weather, but it uh, doesn't seem to bother cash and flow. Is there, is there a theory that you know, some horses just prefer the, the, the colder weather and others the warmer weather? Is that is that a fair point? Well, maybe. Um, you know, a lot of them Kiwi horses don't handle our hot summers, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're used to the cold. But, yeah, for an old horse like him to go uh, extra good in winter, it's a bit unusual, but, um, you know, because he's getting older, he's probably got a few aches and pains, and, yeah, he, but he does go good through the cold months, and, yeah, not like me either. <laughs> I don't like me <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling you, John. Uh, as far as uh, as far as the the, the race itself, you, you made it a, a real test. You, you found the lead in the twenty six four first quarter, and then you really decided, come on, let's see what you got. If you're if you're going to be good enough, you'll have to catch us. And you you kicked away. Uh, was that the intent, just to drive him like he was the best horse in the race? Certainly, class said he was, and he the result said he was. But was that your intent? Yeah, I, I thought. You know, dropping back to that 95 grade, I thought I could drive him like that. Like, the week before when I drove him, mm. like, I come off and I said to the boys, this horse is really ready. Like, I, I was struggling to hold him the whole way, and he was right on their backs at the finish. So, um, you know, he was ready to run a good race. So um, I thought, yeah, I'll just come out and see where, um, if I can find the front or maybe find a hole. But that was the intention, yep. Yeah. Spirit of St. Louis, he, he was able to get in by a head very... I just touched on a big run, the runner-up. But uh, Spirit of St. Louis, he, he he's just done what he had to do there. And uh, you drove, I thought, a very cool race. You, you, I guess you had them covered halfway up the lane. Did it surprise you how quickly Typo came? And did the horse, just in, of his own volition, decide to switch off a little bit because he thought he had them done? Yeah, maybe, but he uh, he was pretty flat at the end, and um, okay. but he hasn't he hadn't raced for three weeks, and you know he's probably a little bit um, fat, a little bit fat. The boys said so. Um, you know that run will really be doing special good for next week. Yeah. Now, what's what are the plans with uh, with Lewis? Uh, he'll go around next Saturday, and um, and then there's a fortnight to like the Brisbane race he's going up for. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see him next week, and. Uh, you know, it, it, it's probably going to tip him, you know, right up cherry ripe for the for the Brisbane Carnival. Yeah, that's right. Like, um, you know, Jack Jack Callaghan, he said he might be a little underdone, but he's, um, 
you know, like that race, and then next week, and he will be cherry ripe for there. Then, yeah, that's, that's a warning to, to punters. Keep your guard up with uh, with Spirit of St. Louis, because John, we know how good the horse is. He's competed at the top level for so many seasons now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's such a nice little horse, and he's a good horse, a great horse to drive, and. You know, he's he's versatile. He can do whatever you want, really. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're the sort of special horses that win good races. You've been associated with some special horses and one that I guess is special to me because he was the first Group 1 horse I called. The first Group 1 race I called was a truer memorial, a horse that you uh, trained and drove called uh, Washaki, who went on to win five consecutive truers when they were actually Group 1 races. That's... Uh, a feat I'm sure you're very proud of, John. Oh, I am. It's, um, he was a great horse, and um, he was so tough, and he just loved to sit up in the outside the leader, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, he was just a, he was a great little horse, and I'd like to come across another one, but I think my time's running out. But, um, yeah, he was... Um, never say never, John. Never say never. <laughs> I don't know. They're hard to find. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, but just... Quickly on with Sharky, that 2009-2010 that uh, period where, you know, he, he was winning those truers. He was beating horses like Smoke and Up. He was beating horses like Blacks of Fake. He was beating, uh, I think, for memory, Monkey King might have been in one of those. He, he beat some of the very best in the land, uh, you know, and, and, and you're right. He, he was a tough customer, but he also had a, an element of versatility about him because he could also, you know, sprint. Yeah, yeah, no, he was a great little horse. He wasn't a very big horse, but he had a he had a had a great stride on him for a small horse. He covered had a big hobble, and um, yeah, and he just seemed to love that Bankstown track for some yeah. reason. Like um, I remember taking him to Young one night uh, for the Young Couple, one of those races, and he got on his knee and couldn't get around that track. So, <laughs> but for some reason, um, he just loved Bankstown. I guess, uh, was it Manicato that won five William Reeds? I think Washaki is the only, I'm positive, he's the only standard bred to win five Group 1 races of the same uh, you know, the same race. So that's a record that uh, will take some running down, no doubt, John. Uh, just on yourself, you know, you're, you're, and I say this with the utmost respect, and I know I'm not too far behind you, but... Uh, you're considered, I guess, to be uh, one of the elder statesmen in the driving ranks, blokes like you, Darren Binskin, Glenn McElhinney, and yous are all competitive at that top level up against, the, I guess, the, next, the, the generation preceding, the likes of Rod Morris, Luke, um, the Fitzpatrick boys, and then you've got the Young Turks coming through, the, the, the Seaton Grimers, the Will Ricksons, the Cam Hart's, Jack Trainers. Uh, it, it's, it's, it must be thrilling to know you're going out there and each time you go out there, you're being super competitive with these, you know, these younger, young gun drivers. Oh, yeah, Freddie, you know, I know I'm getting older and if Todd probably was still in Australia, mm. I probably wouldn't even be driving, you know. But, um, right, okay. Yeah, but, you know, I do enjoy driving. I, I enjoy driving, like, those type of horses that I drove last night. But, um, you know, the, the slower ones, I'm sort of getting a bit past that. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the changing of the guard as you get older. You can see, you know, the younger trainers are coming through and the younger drivers, and that's it's in every sport. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going, you know, for for a while, and um, you, know, you know, hopefully you, you get a good horse and you enjoy driving a good horse. But I'll know when sure. it's time to, when it's time yeah. to give it up, you know. Well, you're zeroing in on 800 uh, wins in the sulky. You've got 790, and and and. A, 
mentioned Narelle, your, your, your wife. She's got 47 training wins. Wouldn't it be nice to notch up her 50th with your 800th? Can, you, can we try and get the stars to align? <laughs> well, you know, we've got a fair few babies here, and um, we've got we we still breed, and um, yeah. we've got you know yearlings and weanlings, and um, they're all got to have a go. So, uh, yeah, there'll be something come out of there. Well, hopefully, good we'll stuff. get there. Yeah, good luck. Well, John, look, congratulations on the Metro Double, and you know, partnering two very good horses to to the line last night. Thanks for your time this morning. Always good to catch up, and uh, and uh, and best wishes on uh, getting towards that eight hundred. Uh, thanks, Freddie. And I just want to thank all the staff over at Lutes, Jack, JD, Brian, Rolly. Uh, they're doing a great job while Belinda and Luke are away. So mm. it's um it's good they keep the show running and um and it's going good. They say a trainer's as good as their staff, don't they? Yeah, no, he's got some really good staff. So, um, you know, that that's why they uh, get winners. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time, John. Thanks, Freddie. All the best. All the best to you. John McCarthy there, a gentleman of the uh, the sport, uh, Grant, and uh, of course he, he made reference there to uh, his son Luke and uh, and, uh, and daughter-in-law Belinda. They're highly successful, of course, and they're campaigning in Queensland. It's pretty handy to have a bloke of John's experience able to vault into the bike and partner horses the, the calibre of cash and flow and, uh, and spirit of St. Louis. Yeah, certainly. Also, also, you sort of felt for a secondary thought, look, if the son was still at home, I'd probably be kicking back and retired and, and happy and smiling. So it's all his fault, right? <laughs> well, Todd's enjoying it. Todd's <laughs> having an amazing run at the moment in the United States. He went over there. What? Just trying to think when Todd went over there. Uh, yeah, he, About he, six he, months he, ago? Oh, no, no, longer, way longer, longer than that. that. I think it was around COVID-ish times. Uh, might oh, have been gee, a bit after COVID. Back. See, I know, I know Lauren and Shane Tritton left just as COVID was hitting here. And, of mm. course, you know, we know what happened there with, uh, with Lock and Varad winning one of their major races, uh, driven by Lauren, became the first. Lauren was the first driver to actually drive in the race and actually won it. Wow. So uh, the, the the Americans are sort of sitting up and taking notice of, uh, gee, there's some real talent coming through when you've got Lauren turning up and, and beating the boys at their own game and you've got, uh, you know, the likes of uh, Andy and Todd McCarthy plying their trade. It's a, it's a pretty strong uh, lure, potentially, for some of our other young drivers coming through to say, well, hang on, these guys are blazing a bit of a trail over there. Uh, we might head to the States and try our luck. So it wouldn't surprise me in years to come we see a bit more of a uh, movement between our top drivers heading uh, to compete and of course we saw uh, Just Believe the Trotter, we, we talked about it and played the race last week, running a great race in Europe so tell you what, Australian harness racing's in good stead Yeah, it's certainly uh, kicking on and as you say with uh, mm. them making a name over there, it helps everybody in the industry Fred, as well, you does, do yeah. as you do. Oh, bless you. Alright mate well that's it for On the Pace for this uh, week, I'll be back uh, I think next Friday to look at some uh, winners for uh, the Menangle card on on uh, uh, finding winners, and then uh, and I know you love finding winners, and, <laughs> and we'll and then we'll be back to do on the pace again next Sunday, mate. I love it. I'm just not good at it. Talk to you soon, buddy. <laughs> Cheers.